Welcome to the Truckers Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fings. All right, all right. This is episode 29. Um, mm, yes, it is 29. Yeah. Wow. Starting to lose count. We've been doing this shit for a while. Mm-hmm. Or I'm just getting old. Um, <laughs> anyways, man. It's a crazy feeling when the, the number episode matches your age. It's like a celebration. Well, shit, they don't match mine. I'm 33. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, when <laughs> when we do match that, you're going to be like, dang, we really got... I know, right? Yeah. Man. I don't know. Have a little bit of a biblical context to it, right? <laughs> Jesus was 33. <laughs> <laughs> he also died, so I don't know if that's... All right, let's stop talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is just a random thing I'm bringing up, but... The other day, I'm not a Taco Bell fan at all, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, sometimes that stuff be bomb. The other <laughs> night, I was starving. I got off of work, and I was like, dude, when I get home, I'm not cooking anything. It's late, and I want to go to bed. Mm-hmm. So there's a Taco Bell down the street from my house. So on the way back, I pull in there. I'm just like, dog, should I do this? Should I do this? But I was like, I'm not going to Jack in the Box, and I'm not going to Del Taco because that, like, I don't know. I just don't want to fuck with that. So then mm-hmm. I ended up getting like a chalupa, two chicken chalupas and like a double decker taco. Mm-hmm. Bruh. Them double that that shit was so good. I almost went back through the line again. <laughs> Man, I, cause hey, I was so hungry, dude, that <clears throat> I didn't even make it home. I pulled in the parking lot and started smashing them tacos. <laughs> but I was smashing the tacos. And then, oh, before I, before I was about to smash the last taco, some weirdo pulled up, and he was looking all in my window, and I got tinted windows. I was like, oh, fuck this. So I, yeah. back, I backed up mid-taco and just left just the left. fucking parking yeah. lot. Taco Bell be having some strange people in there. Yeah, they do, man. But I used to I used to like the double-decker tacos, but not anymore. What happened? I don't know. I, f- I think one day they just changed the formula a little bit, and ever since then, I wasn't really rocking with them. Yeah, man. Sometimes they change the formula and somebody's blows the back of their fucking pants out. Mm. <laughs> that shit, it man. Mm. Sometimes taco. I've been fucked up by Taco Bell before. Yeah, but I think that they said it's easier to get sick when people don't they don't prep that uh, meat right. Oh, you got to yeah. cook that meat at a certain temperature for it to not mess your stomach up. Yeah, and that shit is like it's not it's like grade D beef, man. Yeah, it's not the highest quality. Yeah, it, this definitely shit, ain't no California cows. It, man, it ain't California cow. If that beef was graded by a teacher, it'd get a D minus. It's a D minus beef, man. Them cows probably from Mexico. What? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I don't know what that means, man. What's wrong with Mexican cows, man? It ain't California cows. Look here, Donald Trump. Okay, let me ah. say no, I'm, not- <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking around. All right, man. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, BBWs, the evolution of BBWs. Mm-hmm. When I first started hearing this term a lot, I thought it meant like, um, like baked barbecue wings. I didn't know what the <laughs> fuck it meant, and I was like, I love BBWs. And then yeah. some big girls was like, Oh, you do, huh? Oh, you like big girls? Uh. And I was like, Huh? Nah. You thought she was trying to take you out to eat, huh? Yeah, I was like, Shit, let's go to Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> but I had all these big girls sending me friend requests and stuff. I was like, What's going on, man? I just posted I like BBW. Hashtag BBW. Yeah, I was like, Shit, somebody take me out to uh, <laughs> to eat. And you know, they think, Oh, go take you out to eat. Oh, BBW, I know what you want to eat. <laughs> yeah, but to make a long story short, it means big, beautiful women. 
That's mm-hmm. what it means for all those that don't know. Pretty much everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go into why, you know, there's been a drastic change in, in, ex- in acceptance for bigger women. Mm-hmm. And here's my thing. Growing up, the the standard of beauty was, you know, kind of skinny, very pretty, you know, pretty eyes, you know, green, blue eyes. That type of girl was like the most popular girl in America. Mm-hmm. As time progressed, I think that um, different women or real women, as most people say, started to it start. The attention started to shift to them mm-hmm. uh, because the average woman is not in great shape. Yeah. Not to say that they're fat or anything, but there are some women that are above, you know, they're be, beyond. Um, how do you say they're they're uh, uh, not overweight, but they're heavier than what, you know, yeah, they're required, I guess, the yeah. health requirements. Mm-hmm. But uh, they started to get more attention because men and I think men started to wake up. They stopped like gen- like generalizing mm-hmm. or like. Like, all, oh, you know, she's fat. I don't like big girls. Yeah. Because back in the day, when you when a big girl talked to you, you like, oh, no, I don't like fat girls, man. I'm good. I don't like that. Uh-huh. But nowadays, the big girls are the ones that got all the juice. Mm-hmm. They be having hella dudes in their inbox. Dudes that be happily married, they be cheating on their girl. That girl could be a supermodel, and they cheating on a girl that got a whole rack of ribs in her refrigerator <laughs> right now. I'm telling you, man. They probably cook better. Yeah, I bet you big girls, they cook better. But I'm mm-hmm. going to keep it real. And this is just my personal experience, okay? Um, I like the girls. I I don't want to say I'm a BBW fan because that could be, like, thrown out of proportion. Like, mm-hmm. it could be a girl that's, like, 500 pounds and they say BBW. To me, that's overweight. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I like the girls that's, like, in the gray area. That's, like, thick. They in between thick and BBW. Yeah. Like, you know, they a little bit overweight. Thick, thick, W. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) They got, like, they real pretty. They got, like, big old breasts and a big booty. They got a little bit of gut on them, but you like, man, this chick is hot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, Those chicks, man, oh, my God. Mm. I will say this. Some of the best sex I've ever had has came from women that have been a little bit bigger. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's just you just got to be strong when they get on top. You can't be like a, a, a skinny guy that don't lift weights or something. Yeah. Because they will snap your ass. If you <laughs> <get on top. laughs> that's funny. You got to have the right equipment to deal with them big girls, man. Yeah, that's funny. That's real, though. I think um, I think there's like a whole cultural shift that happened. And um I think Drake might have a lot to do with that. I think mm. in that song he, with Nicki Minaj, I like my girls, BBW. Type they're going to suck you dry and then eat some lunch with you. <laughs> I think uh, like that. I think that was the first time I ever heard of the term. So um, I'm sure that was quite the same for a lot of people. And then a lot of people, a lot of men at least, probably look for rappers for approval. Yeah. So they're like, oh, Drake like big girls? Oh, Drake baby mom is a little a little bit overweight. Oh, it's cool, it's cool. We can I can holler at a big girl too. Yeah, man. Big girls be juicy, man. <laughs> <laughs> man. It's just something different about them, man. Yeah. I think um but yeah, man, it's um it's a new day and age, you know what I mean? And we're not really looking for the paper thin girls anymore. 
Nah. And especially like the big girls with a cute face, it almost makes you more appealing. Like you just look comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You look like pillows. <laughs> <laughs> big girls be smelling like cinnamon rolls. Yeah, especially especially in the you know October months, November, December months. You definitely need your BBW. Yeah, man. I was kissing this this chick. She was I don't know if you could consider her a BBW, but she was really thick. Yeah. And I was just thinking to myself like the McRib is coming back. <laughs> <laughs> she tastes like ribs. Man. Damn. That tangy barbecue. <laughs> uh I think I think I think more so than anything though, like them being attractive is like one thing. But the most important thing is that they're like comfortable and they're confident in themselves. Yeah. So it's like they're not worried about, you know, having a six pack or uh-huh. whatever the case may be. They, you know, they still think they can wear, you know, the, I'm sure they, they're very selective in their clothes to complement their figure. But at the same time, you know what I mean? They're not concerned about trying to wear the clothes that the skinnier girls are wearing. They're, you know, shopping in their own their own uh lane and you know they swagging out too yeah mm-hmm. yeah man and it's it's different too like when you're a big guy you know and you like you know you shoot your shot at a bbw they'd be like oh i don't know he probably he can handle me you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'd be like yep i sure can and um <laughs> from that moment um we made some barbecue and uh had a couple beers and uh, <laughs> The rest is history. <laughs> no, but uh, as far as the BBW, when you mentioned Drake, I think that made a lot of sense because a lot of people wait for other people to to like uh, say stuff so they mm-hmm. feel confident enough to like, yeah, that's true. Like I'm with that. Mm-hmm. Just like the whole eating ass thing. Yeah, you know, Kevin Gates was like, yeah, I eat booty, I lick toes, yeah. I, you know, and, he, and I'm just thinking like, you know, I understand. And then a whole bunch of people came out just like really talking about how much they eat ass. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like, nah, man, I don't fuck with ass. I I yeah. can't do that. That's like some fear factor shit, man. Ah, uh, would you eat this ass for fifty thousand dollars? You know, Joe, from Joe Rogan's voice. I don't know. I can't do it. <laughs> Come on, eat it ass. Come on, get in there. <laughs> Come on, man. You gonna get eat that ass? Come on. And then they be with their partners and like, Come on, honey, you can do it. Come on. Come on. He's like, I don't know. You just had that McRib, and I don't think you're gonna. Come on. <laughs> Oh, that's nasty. Joe Rogan used to pump them people up. They be eating big ass roaches and shit. Yeah. Come on, man. Just get the rest in your mouth, man. Just <laughs> eat the rest. You got one minute left. You can do it. Come on. <laughs> he was uh <laughs> he was announcing the roach eating like it was a fight. And it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> they see some terrible, crazy that show is disturbing sometimes. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Eating like cow testicles and whatnot. Oh yeah. Um Joe Rogan was actually talking about that one day. He was like, it, it didn't really trip me out that, you know, people were eating the roaches and, and like worms and shit. He said the shit that fucked me up was the stunts. He said that shit was dangerous as fuck. He's yeah. like, he's like, man, he's like, you know, I honestly, dude, he's like, you could give me anything. I would eat it instead of do those stunts. And I was just like, damn, like I didn't come from Joe Rogan. Yeah, you would think the opposite because he's a fighter and stuff like that. But yeah, that's crazy. I know. I know. I bet you uh, if they had that show, Will Smith would be on there. Will Smith, Will Smith been doing some really ballsy shit. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, all right, y'all. Um, I'm gonna be shot out of a cannon, and mm-hmm. they're gonna be shooting at me, and 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 I'm gonna have 
25 pit bulls trying to bite me while I jump off a bridge. You'd be like, nigga, how much excitement do you need, Will Smith? I was thinking about this task, and and I realized there was a bigger message. Fight for your dreams. And then he'd just jump off a freaking Grand Canyon. He'd be like, what the heck? You're like, what? <laughs> I mean, Will Smith, you are an inspiring man, but I'm not jumping out of no fucking Grand Canyon. <laughs> Gotta love Will Smith, man. Awesome guy. But to get back to the main topic, BBWs. Look here. I like all women. Mm-hmm. Let me make that very clear. Black, white, Mexican, Asian, skinny, thick, you know. Purple, yellow, BBW. Green. If you purple, go get a checkup. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hate when they be doing that. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm colorblind. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, purple, green, yellow. I'm like, bitch, what planet do you live on where people are purple? This ain't Doug. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Remember how what was Doug? Doug had a friend that was like green or some shit. Yeah, it, yeah, it was like it was like a light blue. Yeah, like man, this ain't Dragon Ball Z. Nobody <laughs> green and blue in this motherfucker. Piccolo. I'm not, yeah, I'm not racist. I mean, I, mean I, I, I don't care if you're black, white, purple, green, orange, <laughs> yellow. That's how you know you are racist. I don't care if you're jam- magenta. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> My sister's best friend is teal. You like what? I'm like, man, let me exit this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. I, I mean, I could say personally, I don't want to say I love BBWs. I like women that are, a little, that you know, I like all women. But if you happen to be a little bit heavier, that's not going to exclude, exclude you from me liking you. Yeah. Because I've seen some women that are considered BBWs, like, you know, that are a little heavier. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, she is fucking banging. She is hot. Yeah. I just don't like when they look unhealthy. Meaning, yep. you know, you just looking real loose and sloppy, but it, it some there's somebody for everybody. So don't let me what I say miss you know, don't misunderstand me. Yeah. Those chicks that's supposed to be BBW, the models, like what's her name? Ashley Graham. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I love her. Ashley Graham and the chicks yeah. that look like her. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga got into a yeah match. Yeah, I'm not gonna out yet. <laughs> yeah, she is. She's definitely uh, sexy. That whole like movement is interesting though. Like a lot of these girls, I don't even know how it started or where it came from. Probably with the whole you know just people appreciating the BBWs more. But like those you know kind of plus size supermodels is a is an interesting thing. A lot of those girls look good. Oh yeah, definitely. And it's like I know it just it sounds really perverted what I'm about to say, but it's just like it's something about them, just them big old breasts and then and the thighs, and it's just like man, this woman is just full figured. Yeah, you know. Do you, do you think that's a cultural thing, or do you think that um, like everybody has that same appreciation? Because I, I know like so. black like black people, we love like from I like big butts, and I cannot lie. You know what I it mean? Goes, like we've we've always appreciated like full figure women so definitely that i think that it started off that way at least i think that it started off where black men were the most um appreciative of a woman's body that happened to be not the norm yeah because it'll be a, a girl walking down the street not thinking that she's beautiful and they're like hey oh my god girl you's looking good and she'll be like um 
mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, have a nice day, sir. And he's like, no, no, you have a nice day. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I think black men were uh, the the first to really start really really liking thick women because beforehand, a lot of a lot of bigger women were not feeling beautiful. They they didn't feel like they fit that standard of beauty. Yeah. But now. Psh- Man, they they like literally at the top, and it's the skinny girls that's getting shamed now. Uh huh. Because the big girls they be posting shit like, "Why would you deal with the skinny bitch? Get you a thick girl for the winter and stuff." And I'd be like, uh-huh. "Hold on a minute. I remember when the tables were turned. <laughs> don't get cocky now. You don't get cocky Thicky. now. That's funny. You don't get cocky now just because you know just because you ate a couple nuggets. And now you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you think there's some girls out there like, uh, uh-uh, I ain't being skinny no more. This summer, I mean, this one, I'm about to get thick. And it, yeah, my, what I got to say to them is just be yourself because that ain't your lane. Yeah, if you I, got, I've I've actually heard that before. Oh yeah, like girls like man, I'm trying to get thick, but they yeah. you know they just forever skinny. Yeah, well, what ends up happening though is they be like, I'm trying to get thick, and they just they keep partying and eating chicken nuggets and mm-hmm. drinking Hennessy and you know, <laughs> and you know getting that 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 five dollar box from Popeyes, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden that metabolism slow down. That oh, the bad thing though is like you don't those girls don't get thick because. The the way in which they want the fat to be dispersed is not how it usually is. Exactly. They usually just get a gut. Mm-hmm. Their arms get flappy, and they ain't looking too good. They be eating on the muffins so they get a muffin top. <laughs> I forgot about the muffin <laughs> tops. Yeah, <laughs> like you know when you open a can of biscuits and it pop and it poof, and the top come out. <laughs> yeah, shout out to girls with the muffin tops. Muffin tops, man. Hey, look, look here. If you listen to this, do not feel insecure because I guarantee you right now, there is a lot. There is almost there. I could find sexiness in in anything. Yeah, like anything. Mm-hmm. There, there are some women that that say things like, "Oh my God, I'm just I'm not really like comfortable with my body," and then I look at them, I'll be like, "Shit, I hit that," you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a judgment, not a judgment or judgmental type of guy in that aspect. I'm not a body. My thing is, if I'm not attracted to a woman like sexually, I'm not going to say anything to make her feel bad. If anything, I would only encourage, uh, uh, you know, someone to like. I, I the thing it depends on the person. Like they like, I want to lose weight. You know, like, I could talk to them, have a conversation. Yeah, but I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, you. Yeah, your stomach's a little bigger. Yeah, you should drop your like. Come on, man. I don't really know what, what the, I don't know. I don't know what the direct uh, uh, comparison is to a man. Do women like thick men? I think some. I think some women do like the bigger guys. But what makes a man thick? I don't know. I'm not necessarily saying thick, but like a bigger dude. You know, just. I guess that's the the, the comparable. Like, if you think about positions on a football field like i'm sure there's a lot of women that would go for more defensive linemen than cornerbacks i don't know about that because i've been seeing a lot of like memes and it'd be like some big girl like a big old girl and then it's so some mes- like some muscular dude picking her up and it'd be like this is like goals like a relationship goals and i'm thinking like hold on a minute so you mean to tell me you that big and you got some buff dude picking you yeah. up yeah I mean, he pick, he picking up weights, but he picking up a person now. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. <laughs> I don't know if there's a movement towards that though. And I even even the guys that were like the popular big guys, uh-huh. um, a lot of them are starting to get skinny now. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Guys don't have it the same way, I guess. Guys like Rick Ross, 
starting to get, you know, trimming down weight. DJ Khaled, he lost one pound over the last five years. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He got a deal from, like, like Weight Watchers or something. Yeah, I think so. How the fuck you get a deal and you ain't, like, you all you do is motivate people. Yeah. And you don't motivate yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that we, we became a culture that accepts that type of stuff. Like, I could I could tell you, like, I could get on the mic and be like, you know what, y'all? You need to get up in the morning, get motivated, get to the gym. And then I don't even go to the motherfucking gym. It's like that, the what we talked about with, the motivational speaker. Yeah. Like, what's your story? If a guy doesn't have a story, then no one's really going to listen to him. If he's just a rah-rah, hype-you-up guy, yeah, that's not going to work. So maybe that happened with DJ Khaled. Uh, DJ Khaled, the type of dude. <laughs> DJ Khaled, the type of nigga that have a Weight Watcher, Weight Watcher deal and a Domino's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> we the best pizza. <laughs> like, bro. That's funny. <laughs> I went to um, the vitamin shop, which is a health, like a health store. And I go in there and I see a big ass picture of DJ Khaled that has his own products. Dang. I'm like, dog. What kind I, of stuff was it? Uh, it was like, um, I think it was like a, it was a, like a, was it a pre-workout? I think it was like a pre-workout or some other shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dog. It was, no, it was an energy drink. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm not drinking if if DJ whatever DJ Khaled is drinking, I don't want that yeah, shit. Stay away from that. Stay away from that. Mm-hmm. That nigga is hype all day long. <laughs> they don't want me to have an energy drink, <laughs> so I got an energy drink. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to DJ Khaled. Yeah, shout out DJ Khaled, man. We we um we salute progression and positive stuff so he's a positive guy given that yeah but is he also annoying yeah he's very fucking annoying <laughs> but <laughs> I will, i'm not gonna co-sign that one he is man I, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean he's a bad guy he's a great guy mm-hmm. you know but man sometimes it's a little oversaturated i'm sure some people listen to us say the same thing <laughs> but you know what hey to each his own yeah anyways mm-hmm. back to the subject at hand um, sound like Joe Button right there. <laughs> You're not honoring the culture. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, women of all sizes are beautiful, but since we're talking about BBWs only, I'm not gonna take the spotlight off of y'all. You guys are beautiful as well. Mm-hmm. I just my only thing is I hope that you maintain a level of health. To that thick frame that you're, you know, because being a thick woman is not a maintainable body type. Mm-hmm. You know, it's actually on the unhealthy side. Um, so if you're if you're not maintaining some form of diet, you know, you're just saying I'm thick, I'm thick. You don't know because as soon as that McRib come out, that could change. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Girl, you <laughs> thick, thick, thicky. You thick, thick, thicky. <laughs> you know, and all of a sudden you go from being thicky to having diabetes <laughs> that ain't good yeah that ain't good but that's yeah. real anything else on that man um i think we covered everything man i think i think um there's a i know some some yeah like we talked about earlier like there's like a shapeliness to a lot of them definitely um and then 
it, it just goes into like how the the like the the body fat is dispersed. Definitely. Because I'm just thinking. I was just thinking in my head. I was like, oh, there's some girls that do have even like they have like cute faces or and whatnot. But they body, um, they probably could weigh the exact same as another girl. Exactly. But just the way, like, they have it more, so, like, they don't really have um, a nice butt or nice thighs or anything like that. Like, yeah. It's just also all kind of mushed up in their upper body and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, dang, so, some girls don't Some girls don't even be overweight. They just be just super thick. Mm-hmm. You just be like, man, the breasts get me every time, man. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Them mugs is succulent. Yeah, like, man. Is it Thanksgiving yet? <laughs> Can I be an infant again? Can I be a pilgrim? <laughs> <laughs> last thing, last thing. Uh, big girls, don't be afraid to get on top, man. You just you got to make sure that, um, for one, that you, you know, you got somebody like me that's strong enough <laughs> to, you know, hold you guys up. Yeah. You know, if you get a small guy, then... <sighs> Yeah, you, you're going to end up calling the hospital. <laughs> Hall, Hall Ambulance is going to have to come pick him up. <laughs> All right, man, moving along. Um, women sexualizing themselves slash pandering in entertainment. Okay. Now, this is not something that people really talk about, but I will talk about it. Um, when you think about... Um, Women such as Lauren Hill, Missy Elliott, um, those are just the two that come to mind. You think about their music first. You like, man, Lauren Hill was with the Fugees, and then she did that album, one of the probably one of the best albums I've ever heard. Great album, Miseducation. Yeah, Miseducation of Lauren Hill. That was an amazing album. Yeah. Um, but let's just use those two. You think about talent first, like, oh, she could sing or. Oh, that album was great, right? Yeah. But with Cardi B and... Uh, uh, and she has a Grammy. Yes, and she has a Grammy. Mm-hmm. But when you think of like Cardi B, and this is no slight to Cardi B at all, but to Cardi B and like uh, Nicki Minaj, it's titties, it's ass, it's them talking about sucking dick, and all it's always some nasty shit. And it, I don't that, think they have Grammys. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they don't, but um, <laughs> it's usually that, or regardless of what it is, it's, it's almost like, to me, it's a little bit disturbing as much as, you know, I like looking and seeing women that are sexy. It still kind of bothers me because I think that that a woman's talent should outdo yeah. the sexiness, the sexy shit. Yeah. Like, I see all these fitness pages with nothing but fucking ass they every picture they got is an ass picture like mm-hmm. oh booty gains and it's like girl you can work out but you got you know how many muscle groups you got you got back you got triceps biceps mm-hmm. uh, you know lat, lats and you know your pecs and your abs and you got all these different muscle groups but it's like 95 percent of the pictures you see on instagram are ass pictures yeah and it's like yo you are pandering Rather than actually putting out your talent, yeah, and I don't really, I don't really, I don't really care for that, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I feel like some, for some reason, a lot of women feel like they have to do that uh-huh. when they really don't. Yeah, for every example of those women that are like over sexualizing themselves, there's a example of someone that did it the right way. You know what I mean? Someone that's 
like we just compared, you know, Nicki Minaj to Lauren Hill. And yeah, um, there's even that girl Rhapsody. She's super dope. She's not as popular as some of the other girls, but if you ask any real hip hop fan, like who is one of the better female MCs, her name is definitely going to pop up. Definitely. And even in, um, so we talked about like music and even on Instagram, I just think that it's just like a cheap way of trying to sell entertainment. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's so much more to life than, you know, how big your butt is and, you know, just having your titties out on social media and, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's at the end of the day, it's just, it's just whack to me. You know what I mean? I think there's a time and space for those kind of things, but, um, for the most part, like most people's days is consumed or should be consumed with like learning stuff and talking to people and enjoying entertainment and, you know, we shouldn't have to scroll through Instagram and look and through the um, like those little search feeds and see a bunch of girls in bikinis and stuff like that. Very true. And the thing about it is, it's not like, you know, two guys complaining like, what are they complaining about? They're men. They should like looking at titties 24 hours a day. Here's the thing. OK, it's a little bit. It, it, any I think any man that has some form of substance will agree with what me and Keith are saying. Especially mm-hmm. if you have a sister, a mother, an aunt, women that you respect, you respect them for things obviously not sexual. They're smart. They're they're brave. Mm-hmm. They're educated. They're talented. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that are qualities that you, you notice as a man when a woman really displays that. But it's like if the first thing you got to show me is your titties, then goddamn, I don't care what the fuck else you talking yeah, about. That's really shallow. That's that's just like some that, that's like a misrepresentation of yourself. Mm-hmm. That's like uh, you know, I don't know, some random chick on Facebook that's showing her tits in every photo, and then you meet her and you're like, you don't really care what she's talking about. You just want to get in her pants. Yeah. And then she's like, Wow, I can't believe you're even looking at me like that. Mm-hmm. And then think about it, as a man, yes, that is kind of disrespectful. But at the same time, that's a huge misrepresentation of yourself. Yeah. If you if you have something that's worth quality, you don't want to put off something cheap as as that as your cover. You know, yeah. like this is who I am. Mm-hmm. I think this topic came up um, the a few days ago, actually. Like I've, I've I've mentioned it before, but it just hit it just dawned on me a few days ago. Um, if you guys have ever seen South Park. Um, I for, I I'm not good with the character names, but um, I like the show. But um, uh, one of the characters on there, he always like he always makes fun of this girl, um, in their class, and he always tells her to like tell jokes and stuff. But like his whole his the whole I, the whole like running joke is like you know like tell that joke tell that joke again where it's really sexual but it's funny at the same time but it's really sexual like you guys are like you know girls are really funny so the idea is like basically saying like. All girl comedians just like pander to this like sexual comedy. Yeah, and it's like there's so much other you know topics in the world to talk about, but somehow it always reverts to like sex with guys or like you know their favorite positions and how long they like to have sex and stuff like that. And um, the other day I was just I was I was scrolling through the top podcasts on Spotify. Yep, and um, I was like, um, I'm kind of like just driving home. I don't have music on or anything. So I was like, let me just check out a podcast and kill like, you know, this 10 minute drive. 
and I clicked on the, it was like the top female podcast on there. And, um, I think it was lip service mm-hmm. and I was like, I was scrolling, scrolling to see, um, an artist that I don't know too much about, but I thought, you know, might be interesting. And then I turned it on and then like within the first 30 seconds of the episode, it was already like a sexual joke or, oh, yeah. you know, sexual reference to, you know, whatever a guy or whatever the case may be. And I was like, this is crazy. And then I was like, oh, let me, let me, I didn't look, I kind of scrolled through a few more and I was like, dang, all the female, all the top female podcasts in this, in this, um, genre are all like sexualized. Yep. Even in the name, you can see it like horrible decisions mm-hmm. and lip service. And, the, um, the one of the top ones is called, the one of the top ones is called guys we fuck. Yeah. That's what it's called. But yeah. <sighs> It's a good, it's a good pod. I'm not saying the podcast is bad, but yeah. it's, it's hot, extremely sexual shit. Yeah. You know? For um, me, for me, I kind of walk in a way where um, I try to present the same image, like in each walk of life. There you go. So, like, on our podcast, we're not, like, super sexual. And, like, that's not really like a normal conversation that I have. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? These are like the normal conversations that we talk about. Like we, we may talk about girls a little bit, but for the most part, we're talking about like worldly issues. Um, and that's with, you know, you know, every walk of life, you know what I mean? So I don't want to be like a guy on a podcast that's like super sexual. And then in my personal life, exactly. like I'm one way. And then on social media, like I'm posting all kind of thirst trap pictures. And then, yeah. you know, so it's just like, I just try to be the same all the way around. Yeah, that ain't that definitely ain't Keith. If you yeah. if you see Keith in public and you try to talk about sex, his glasses will fog up. That's facts. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's funny. Yeah. Uh you know what else I seen? It, it kind of pisses me off. Um there was a lingerie football league. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about it. And that. what's crazy about it is some of these women, they, they're not just women with no talent. These are women that used to play basketball. They were volleyball players. They were athletes, baseball players. They had athletic backgrounds, and they signed up for this, this lingerie league. And you could tell a lot of these women have nice figures. They look strong like athletes, but their naked ass is out the whole fucking game. Yeah. They got on G-strings and, like, um, they they got pads on their shoulders, their but their titties, but they titties are just, they're all exposed and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? Put some regular pads on these women and let them play the game. Mm-hmm. Like, this is bullshit, man. I, I, I see, I watched it for a little bit and I was just like, I can't watch this shit, man. I think we even, I think in most female sports, they tend to so sexualize the uniforms. They, yeah, they real form fitting. Yeah. yeah. I think that, you know, minus like the WNBA um, even in tennis, they, they do it to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, you know, beach volleyball. Um, that was that girl, Misty May and Carrie Walsh oh, or something. Yeah. The Misty one May was pretty, pretty the one banging. was the shorter one. The Misty one May. she had her, her freaking uniform used to be all in her booty. Yeah, be she like, stayed Dang. pulling it out. Yeah. And they stay. And you know what? This is the fucked up thing I'm about to say, but it's the truth. She stayed having her pants, like her, her little pants in her ass. But the cameraman stayed having that camera on her ass. Yeah. So as men, like all men look at is sexual shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we're all like that, but we're like, we're, we're, what, what do you say? Our primal instincts take over. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, 
I think that at some point, yes, we need to, you know, you said we can control ourselves, but we can't avoid the fact that a woman is like damn near naked, man. Mm-hmm. I'll be at the gym sometime and I'm just mind blown at the shit that girls be in there with the gym. Yeah. This shit came in one day. Um, I seen the homegirl, Patty. Shout out to Patty, man. I seen the homegirl, Patty. I was like, hey, what's up, man? She's like, hey, what's up? And then so, uh, we were both doing cardio on the machine. I was like over to the right somewhere. She was over doing her thing. Some girl walks up with her. St- her stomach was out and she was thick, though. She was. I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. The, the chick was the chick that we both seen was thick. And she got on a treadmill and like she was like strutting around and walking around. And I'm like, this chick is almost like this very provocative gym shit she has yeah. on. Yeah. And then like and then I was just like, I, I kind of looked, looked like looked over and seen what she had on. I just kept working out just minding my business mm-hmm. before I left. I, I went and uh, told my homegirl Patty goodbye. I was like, hey, take it easy. And we had a little convo. And I said something. I was like, man, I was like, hey, that girl up there was being tacky with that shit she had on. Mm-hmm. And she was like, man, I seen that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I seen that. And I was like, yeah, because it's just too much. Mm-hmm. I think we should separate entertainment and sexuality yeah. and like fitness and sexuality. Yeah. Because I, I, I almost feel like if you're an artist coming up, like if, if you're a female artist coming up and you want to rap and it's like you're looking at the like the blueprint of, mm-hmm. you know, the popular female rappers that are out right now, you might get the idea that you have to cater to that side of your sexuality in order to be successful. When in reality, like you don't, you know what I mean? No, you really don't. Or you, you can be a fitness model on um instagram and you can literally work out with like a shirt on and you know some some yoga pants or something like that and every picture doesn't have to be a booty picture and you could still be successful exactly there's a power lifter that i follow i think she's very beautiful um let me go to her page real quick and it's all like it's all like um just powerlifting. What's her name? Elaine, Elaine Ludwig. Yeah. And she just lifts weights. That's all she does on here. She just lifts weights. Actually, it's uh, C.T. Fletcher's son is her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And she's really, it seems like she has a really cool page. All she does is lift heavy ass shit. Mm-hmm. She has a nice figure, but she don't be on there posting booty pics. Mm-hmm. You know, she just got on there with her man and stuff yeah. and her family. But it's like a woman could present themselves like that and be sexy as hell. That's yeah. my point. Yeah. A lot of times women, they have this misconception that sexiness is nakedness mm-hmm. or provocativeness, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like there was a, a matter think you told me there's a, a chick on there on Instagram and uh, she has a really nice figure. She had a great transformation, but it's like the, the video she posted. Nike be posting some well, Nike be selling some sexual ass clothes in the gym. Mm-hmm. She's doing squats and her butt cheeks was literally out. And she had a big old booty and her ass cheeks out. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, like, do you got to have your ass cheeks out to do squats? Right. You really don't. And it, I'm going to I'm going to have there's going to be a woman listening to this right now. And she's going to be like, well, women can wear whatever the fuck they want. They don't need a man to tell us what. Da, 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 da. And <laughs> you're right. You can wear whatever the fuck you want. And that's true. But at the same time, it's kind of think about it. How much of it is pandering to us? Because some of it is definitely. Definitely. Mm. Do you want to be half naked? Because that's how you want to really 
look? Are you posting booty pictures because you really want to like post booty pictures of your butt? Yeah. So other women could look at your butt and say, oh, you have a nice booty. Yeah. You sure you don't want no attention from men? Like zero? Because that's a fucking lie. That's all, that's all I'm saying. It's the truth, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the majority of... Um, the, the, the crazy part for me, I think that... I'm not sure the demographics of most of these entertainers' um, audience, but if you... I imagine if you like broke it down, if you were able to go on like Spotify and look at their followers, or if you're able to go to break down the demographics on Instagram of, you know, how many people are following them and liking their pictures and stuff, these women would realize that the majority of their fans are females. Because like even like somebody like Nicki Minaj, for instance, um, I don't know a male that like regularly listens to Nicki Minaj and she's she's obviously like a huge artist so that and you know most of my friends listen to hip-hop so that leads me to think that um the majority of her uh audience is females and I'm sure that her being half naked doesn't if they're you know straight females and they don't like women that doesn't really affect them in the same way that she imagines it's like you know it's supposed to you know what I mean you know, whenever Keith's about to make a great point, I just sit back and be like, I be already knowing what he's about to say. <laughs> like, you know what? That's a profound point. <laughs> I never thought of that. That's an amazing point. When most of the demographic is females and you're half naked, why are you half naked? Yeah. You're pandering to someone that's not even really engaging you. Yeah. That is a great fucking point. That was even, I know a girl, she was on Gary Vee's podcast and she talked about, um, she, I think she sort of lied a little bit. Um, she has like some, you know, some a little bit of, you know, bikini pictures and some provocative stuff like that. Um, but it's not like crazy, crazy. But she was she was saying like sort of this point where it's like she's not over sexualizing her her thing. And she was like the majority of my followers are like women that are genuinely interested in fitness. So she was like, I don't have to, you know what I mean, over sexualize my stuff or you know, I don't have to worry about guys like saying crazy comments because I'm not like out there, you know, pandering to that like sexualization. You know what I mean? Like it's just a bunch of women that are genuinely interested in, you know, getting their figure better and, you know, working out and, you know, losing body fat and stuff like that. That's real. I was thinking about uh, what you just said right now. And I was thinking about to know the product. Uh, yeah. The rapper. Yeah. And she doesn't like she's not a sexual person like that. Everything she does is completely. I don't know. It's just it's just all hip hop. The only thing you might see is her like in a strip club with other chicks naked and shit. But mm-hmm. it's not going to it's not her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't promote this sexual shit. And um, that's why I really I fuck with her. Like, I'm not like I'm the biggest fan, but she is talented. And I do fuck with her for that reason, because she's going to make you respect her for mm-hmm. the talent she has. Rather than the ass she has, yeah, and I don't, I really don't know what her body is like because she don't be putting her body out there. She's like a smaller figured woman, but mm-hmm. she's very extremely attractive. Yeah, if you if y'all don't know who Snow the Product is, check her out, man, or IG. Let me let me plug her real quick. Not that she needs it, but <laughs> she should be plugging us. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
If you yeah, you if you hear this and you go to her stuff, tell her, hey, check out the Truckers Mind podcast. <laughs> I've been plugging you. Shoot her a DM. Yeah, shoot her a DM. Her uh her IG is Snow the Product. Uh the instead of E, it's an A product. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, she blowing up, man. She got almost a million followers, eight hundred and forty eight thousand. Yeah, she doing it. She growing her she's growing her audience uh big time. Yeah, organically. Organically. That's the best way because they fuck with you heavy that way. Mm-hmm. You know, if you come out with some, you know, some typical uh old oops, I leaked the sex tape type shit, yeah. your buzz is gonna pop, but it's not gonna last. Yeah. The, the one that's really tripping me out right now is that girl, Bad Barbie. Uh uh-huh. the one that was like, Kiss me outside, die about that. Yeah. That's bad baddie, I thought. What? Not Barbie. I don't know what the fuck. It's, it's bad, bad baddie. Bad baddie? Mm-hmm. Okay. She's just a teenager, for one. Yeah. But she is, like, she her buzz, she still is around. Yeah. So she, I think that she might have the right people around, man. She might have the right, she might have the right people in her corner. That she got, she got security and everything. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, I bought my mama house. I got this and that. I'm just like, bruh. I, I think that shit might have been an act on, uh, um, what's the show it was on? Uh, I don't think Dr. Phil. You don't think it was an act? She's a, ter- like, not a terrible kid, but she just, <laughs> like, you can see in her interview, she's cussing and, you know, talking about other people. And, like, that. I think that's her real personality. Yeah, she seemed real, like, calm. She had, like, a little thing she, talking about her music. Cause she seemed real calm. It could be, like, the... I don't know. It could sometimes the right things click for people and they change. I don't. I don't even think that. I just think it's just a situation. Like yeah. one, you're on Doctor Phil, and one, you're just doing an interview about music. Yeah, that's like that's you're not true. necessarily like turned up all the time. Yeah, that's you true. could probably catch DMX like chilling, smoking a cigarette. Nah. And then the other time he's like, "Hey, yo, dog, yo, come here." <laughs> I ain't never seen M- uh, not Eminem. I ain't never seen DMX chilling. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be smoking a cigarette like and it's like what's weird is like the way he talks is not even like a normal person. It's like like I mean like when I used to go to the store and I was, <laughs> I'd be like, damn. He like he the type of nigga that you don't want to get in a fight with. Like DMX yeah. look like he will fight you to the death. Yeah. He'd be like, You stab me, but I'ma shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, man. Yeah, but uh ultimately, man, it, it's it's kinda weird seeing the whole uh, the pandering and the sexual shit. Yeah. I think, because you got to think about it like this, okay? There's going to be men like, man, y'all lame, bro. Y'all lying. Y'all just saying this to make it sound good to women and this and that. I know some people thinking like that. But let me tell you something. For all you fellas that may feel that way, do you have a daughter? Hmm. If you do, do you want her showing her tits off when she's 18 to yeah. try to make some, make some photo shoot? Yeah. I'm sure you don't. You might think, man, my daughter can sing. Oh man, my daughter plays five instruments. Why mm. is she doing this? Mm-hmm. That's going to be your thought process because you know that your daughter is capable and has the talent to do these things, but instead she took that cheap, easy route. And that ain't cool. That's all I got to say. Because if it was my sister or anybody I knew mm-hmm. and they was doing some stuff like that, I'd be like, hey, fuck is you doing? You know? <laughs> Even like, I just thought about this, but like when, um, when uh, what's the girl? What's Dwayne Wade's wife name? Oh, Gabriel Union. Yeah, Gabriel Union. That. Yeah, when she posted that picture, it was like a bikini or her like ni- a, nah, her nipples, her nipples was, was protruding through the shirt. It like, was too hard. 
You're like little raisins. I'm bad, This nigga Eddie had a moment right now. But uh chocolate. <laughs> but um but yeah, he posted that picture or she posted that picture and then um Jimmy Butler commented commented on the picture and then Dwayne Wade had popped up and basically was like, Yo, bro, like, you know, stop commenting on my wife's pictures and stuff like that. But but like that would have all been, you know, X'd out and the situation would have never happened if she didn't like put herself out there like that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if like that type of thing you you do it for some sort of attention. So, you know, she and she also has a husband, so if she did take that picture, she could have just sent it to her husband. Yeah. And that would have been the end of the story. But for whatever reason, she felt the need to put it out there. And that could have all... That whole Jimmy Butler situation, and I'm sure there was a million other guys in the comments, like, um, that, you know, what, you know, put their two cents in there and basically said how good she looked or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. But if she just didn't do it, like, you know, it would have saved them a lot of trouble See, you gotta understand though when a married woman does something like that it's usually there's definitely something behind it they could have you know her and d-way could have gotten a big argument and she probably had that picture saved up she might have did a, a, a shoot or she might have had some photos she could have sent that up because women love making us jealous they love it you can't fall for it though because women will use that shit as a tool Mm-hmm. And I know some of y'all listening to be doing that bullshit. Now, anyways, um, <laughs> you know who, when, when Jimmy Butler commented and Dwayne Wade got all like, hey, bro, don't comment on my wife's stuff. You know who loved it? Gabriel Union. Yeah. She loved it. I guarantee you. She wasn't like, oh, my God, why is that man? Why is he commenting on my picture of my chocolate raisin nipples on ah. Instagram? <laughs> she loved it. She mm-hmm. loved it because her husband went crazy. Yeah. You're like, hey, don't talk about my wife like that. But I think at the right. end of the day, like if that's your wife and she, you know, you guys have that mutual respect. I understand they're celebrities. I understand he's an athlete. She's a she's a um, uh, actress and whatnot. But goddamn, you don't post a picture of your, your perfectly round breast and your chocolate nipples <laughs> to your fucking shirt. Yeah. And the shirt was wet. Yeah. That's a little crazy. That's a little crazy, man. Mm-hmm. When you think about them Hershey Kiss nipples, man. Breast. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm curious to know that that's an interesting idea. That theory, like maybe they got into an argument and mm-hmm. she was just like, you know what? I'm gonna go find some attention somewhere else. Oh yeah. It's when you've been on the up when you've been on the other side of it, where it'll be like, you know, you might have like a little uh, disagreement or something like that and women get mad and then they'll entertain maybe they'll act like they're entertaining a guy that's that's trying to flirt with them or they're trying to do something like a lot of times women just want they want to know that that you, they could alter the way we think by mm-hmm. you know doing certain shit mm-hmm. and it's just like look man I'm not gonna let you press my buttons yeah cause it's you know what's crazy too there are some chicks that will I've been through this too as a single guy my thing is I like single women so if you want to hang out cool let's do it but, <laughs> you know, but to make a long story short there's some women that are in a full-fledged relationship that will give you their number and they'll text you and shit and they'll be like oh we can hang out they just kind of want to almost make it known 
And then all of a sudden, they man find out, and they be like, "Who's this fool talking to you? Who's this?" And they like, "Don't worry about it. He's just a friend." Mm-hmm. And they just, they just like some girls literally just try to like act like they like you just to make their man jealous. That's crazy. Yeah, and I've been, I've been through it before, and then the dude looking at me all crazy. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, hey. That's not your fault, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Hey, she ain't worth it, man. Yeah. You know, she ain't, look. If you be mad at her, don't be mad at me. Yeah. We yeah. have a uh, me and my brother uh, Kyrie and uh, Jose. We have a song about that. What's that? It's like the international side nigga anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Coming <Ooh>. soon. <laughs> international side. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what? This is off the record. I think if you're gonna play that role for one. If you're gonna be like supposedly a side dude, like I, I just don't believe in that. I think that I don't want to being a side dude means you're sticking around. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the guy sticking around. You I just, just want to stick I, something. Up. I just want to hit it once, <laughs> and then like if you know, worst gonna worst, I hit it once, and I'm like, oh, you know. Usually, what it is is women will just pour their heart out to you, like, oh, my ex was so horrible, and he was a, just a terrible person, and he, yeah, you know, he did this or he did that or blah blah blah, you know. That's usually the, the how. But the, they stay with him for like they stay with him for like fucking ten years yeah. and shit. Like, it's on. like, come on, I'm not interested in hearing the this the the same dragged out story I hear with about ninety percent of women when they break up with their boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You'll tell him either mm-hmm. we're hanging out or you know are you gonna ride me or what's going on. <laughs> so to make <laughs> to make a long story short, I did. I'm just not with the games, man. Mm-hmm. I'm not with the games. I ain't trying to fight nobody. Nothing. I'm a yeah. busy guy. Mm-hmm. So if yeah, that's that's old. What yeah. is that? I think once you hit like 18 years old, fighting is out the window. Yeah, I think if you do get in a fight after that, it may be over something trivial and stupid. But mm-hmm. I never got the only the last. I won't even call it a fight, but you call it a tussle. Yeah. The last time I got into any altercation, I was like 24, 25. It was in the club, and uh, some big dude. Way bigger than me. I guess he had gotten a fight with somebody. And uh, he was moving people out the way, just pushing them in the club. And it was like, whoa, whoa. But the dude was so big and strong. Everybody was just like, man, like, oh, my God. Well, he came to me, and he, like, started moving me out the way. And I moved his hand back, like, hey, dude, don't touch me, man. Mm-hmm. And then I guess he got mad, and he turned around. And when he turned around, it was so packed in there, I sidestepped him. I was able to get by, but I kind of, like, knocked this girl down. And I grabbed him by the back, this back of his belt buckle, and I just mm-hmm. pulled him. I pulled him into the wall because he was going to sock me, man. Yeah. I don't know why, but yeah, it, I, I ain't going to lie. I was kind of scared. I was like, this motherfucker is big. <laughs> he's bigger we, than you. He's way bigger than me. He's probably yeah. about six foot five, almost six foot six. Damn. Real big guy, too. Yeah. Real strong, like steroid looking <clears throat> motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So I put him into the wall. After I put him into the wall, he kind of tripped, fell down, but he got up and he just looked like he was wanting to eat me alive. I said, oh, well, here, we got to fight. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. So <laughs> when he did that, when he did that, I kind of start, kind of squared up, but I spread my feet for some reason. I was like, man, I got to get ready to get up under this guy. But then security, like four security came and tackled that motherfucker right yeah. when he fucking came. Yeah, they tackled the guy and I was like, yeah. whoo. And once that got him outside and he was gone for about like seven minutes, I left the club. I didn't stay in there. Yeah, he's going to try to fight you. I was like, man, I ain't waiting on this motherfucker. This motherfucker is probably going to be waiting on me somewhere. Mm-hmm. You call me a pussy all you want. I don't care. Yeah. But my thing is this. I'm not fighting somebody when it ain't my fight. Yeah. Like, nah, man. I ain't, go- ain't going to jail too? Yeah, there's weight classes for a reason. Right? Like Floyd Mayweather ain't fighting Mike Tyson. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. Man, you gotta hey, you gotta protect yourself at all yeah. times though, man. But it ain't worth it in getting yeah. a club fight. I got I think I got into like two fights after I turned eighteen. Nah. Yeah. What? Yeah. One time um it was like I don't even know how old <laughs> it was like it was uh it was actually um, the only time it was like my little brother was um Something happened at school where somebody oh, stole his phone or something right. like that. Yeah. And we we got into a fight. Me and my homie Renee, uh, Daquan, uh, my little brother, and a couple of his other friends. Brand, I think Brandon was it. It was like, it was pretty crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It was out there. Like, it was literally fighting on California Avenue. Oh, my God. Right, 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 Dewars. Uh, on that street? Uh, yeah, right, I Street in California. Oh, my God. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, and then uh, so that and then there was another time when I was at the club, and um, I don't even remember why we started fighting, but it was like me and a couple of my friends out there in Nevada, like um, Jared and uh, Chris, yeah. and, and Rob, and we were all out there. I don't know why the dude started fight. I think I it was probably some insecurities about his girlfriend or something like that. Oh my god! And we were like on the staircase in the casino. Are you fucking my girl, man. I don't even. I don't. I don't. I forgot why that sucks. I would have to ask. I would have to ask my friend. But um, we were all in there to fight. Like the fight broke out, and I didn't even get to get no good punches in because my glasses had fell off. Oh, <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> uh, I might have threw like one punch, but um, but um, my glasses fell off, and I was like, oh snap! Like I don't want. I don't want to break my glasses. So that was the end of the fight. <laughs> <laughs> and then the dude was like super racist. He's like, "Where's that nigger at? I want to fight that nigger." I was like, "What the heck? Why you- yeah, you the blind nigger." <laughs> like, Keith, this is how the story went. Basically, uh, there was some altercation. He mistaken Keith, and he was like, "Yeah, you nigger with the glasses." <laughs> and Keith turned around, and he's like, "Me?" He's like, "Yeah, you." And then he rushed Keith, and Keith hit him with one shot, and then his glasses flew off. And then Keith went to the ground and started scrambling for him. But before, was, before the dude could stomp out Keith, security came and swooped him up. Before he, it was like an episode of Scooby Doo and Velma lose her glasses. Jinkies! Hey, hey, Velma! Uh, like she was a nerd, but I think she was kind of thick though. Yeah, yeah, she was kind of thick. She was the original thick one. Yeah, man. She had that crossover appeal. She was still thick, and then but she had like a little nerdy side to it. Yeah, she. It, hey, you pay attention to these cartoons. Some of these they was they was doing the thick the thick uh, appropriation way back <laughs> in the day. Was it in Mrs. Incredible? She's super thick too. Yeah, they know what they doing. They know what they doing, man. Mm-hmm. And who was another one? Uh, what's the one that was uh uh was it? Oh, Dexter's mom. I don't know. I don't know about that. Oh, you didn't watch Dexter's the, Laboratory? What's the girl that had the red dress on? Red dress. She had a red dress. She had like big red lips and stuff. I don't know. Ra- uh, something Rabbit, Jessica. Oh, Jessica. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, she yeah. was stupid thick, who framed, man. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's bad when you, you're sexualizing cartoons, man. It's yeah. Bad. They know what they're doing, though. They know what they're doing, though. These kids, they're getting these young boys. It's like, I need a girl like Jessica Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mom, Jessica Rabbit got a fat ass. Ah. Go to your room. <laughs> Go to your room. I can't believe what the kids are watching these days. And the dad come in the house. 
Hey, but she do got a fat ass. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Let's move on, man. Um, for the grand finale. Uh, did I got it? Yeah. Oh, proving things to people. Yeah. It seems like we are a society of people that are always trying to prove shit. It's like it's ridiculous. I think when you when you actually live life more than trying to prove things to people, then you will truly be living life. I just it seems like everything people do, they need to prove that they're doing stuff. One, okay. It's almost like if you didn't if you don't post it, it didn't happen. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Um did you get a new car? You you need to post it so people know it. Yeah. Uh, do you got a new girlfriend? You need to post it so people know it. Did you get a new job? You need to post it so people know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, did, did you eat a fucking sandwich? You need to post it so people knew you ate a fucking sandwich. Yeah, it's like, dude, this is we got to we live in a prove it society. Yeah. I don't have. To, I feel like I don't need to prove anything to anyone. Yeah, the less you know about me too, it just gives me the upper hand. I don't need you knowing all my goddamn business. Yeah, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I got a podcast. I'm black. Keith's black. Um, <laughs> I like thick women. Uh, Mexican. You only people. know as much as we say on the podcast, yeah. right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, when you hear us say anything on here, then that's genuinely us. Mm-hmm. You know? You, I really don't think you could even be successful with, with a podcast if you're not a transparent person. Yeah. There's a lot of motherfuckers starting podcasts now. A lot. Mm-hmm. But they ain't gonna last if they're not genuinely like for this, and and they ain't they're not editing a bunch of shit. Some people be editing the whole goddamn podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like, who are you, bro? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to make a long story short, um, proving things to people, we just get caught up too much in proving shit instead of living life, man. It was a dude I seen today. He quoted some Drake, some uh, lyrics from Drake. And then, like, uh, was standing out in front of a car with, like, a duffel bag. And I'm like, dude, why? Yeah. And especially when you're older. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm look, I'm almost in my mid-30s. I'm not trying to be the cool motherfucker on social media. Mm-hmm. That shit, once you pass 23, 22, right in there, mm-hmm. that shit should have died. Your ship has sailed. I see grown-ass people still trying to prove stuff. I see people that break up and get in a new relationship every few weeks and they posting everybody they dating. Yeah. Like you don't need to know with me. You don't need to know who I'm fucking, who I'm not fucking, who I broke up with, who I'm in a relationship with. That is nobody's fucking business. Yeah. It's be- It's best preserved for me and the people that I'm close with to know that information. Yeah. I think it's, it's strange that people like, I think we're, uh, very transparent on on here. We've talked yep. about family members and you know all kind of stuff, um, but I think this is the right setting, and we're not like bragging about whatever. Like no. we're, we're being like honest about situations, but I think that you know the whole social media thing. It's just a one big lie. Like you talked Bruh. about the guy that posted the duffel bag or whatever. Oh god. Um, but it's it's just like it's just like whack. Like me personally, like I almost forget to post on social media. It's like I can be doing something cool, like, um, like once I filmed like a you know a TV show that's on that's on Amazon. You guys should go check that out. Um, but like even in that instance, I was like, oh dang, like I'm just working and you know rehearsing my lines and doing this and that. 
but then you just forget to like post a picture so you try to like snap a quick thing or whatever but if you're just like living life and <coughs> social media is not something that you necessarily care about it's it's almost there because it has to be like because we have to promote stuff and we have to get people to you know listen to what we're doing um then you just kind of fall in this like place where you just live in life and not worried about like proving anything to anybody yeah <clears throat> exactly and the thing about it too is this is like i think a lot of us fall victim to it but i think that if you could catch yourself you won't mm-hmm. um there are situations where people will be like oh man why uh why, why didn't you i mentioned this once like oh why don't you buy a house or this and that I'm like thinking like dude i don't have anything to prove with anybody like to anybody i like i could buy a house if i wanted to mm-hmm. like i don't need to have this pick this this like I don't have to paint this image of what I am and what I'm doing and this and that and the other. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't, that's not even my thing in the first place. That's not who I am. Mm-hmm. I don't need to go buy a Mercedes. I don't need to uh, post a bunch of pictures of me in Vegas and shit. Yeah. I don't need to, like, that's just not me. Mm-hmm. And I see so many people that are doing things that are not them. And it's like they're proving something to people when it's, there's no point. Yeah. It's like, Why? I, and it, it was funny too is it'll um what cracks me up is like when i look at uh let me just use like a day nap for example like bumble right be on bumble and you read the little fucking uh profile it'll say some shit like uh not interested in hookups don't even try and you'd be thinking like i bet this chick is fucking mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're just saying this shit just to try to prove that you're not like i'm not a hoe yeah, I don't care if you are or you aren't. That's like that doesn't that doesn't do me any good. Yeah, it's just like what it, who are you trying to prove anything to? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it's a like an interesting thing. I think the um, especially Instagram because it's strictly pictures. Exactly. Um, it's probably the the most visual uh, social form of social media. So that's where you where you see the the worst of the worst. You know what I mean? I believe that. Yeah, and even something that there's that those people that post stuff just to prove to them, like there's you know entertainers that want to prove that they're getting more money than they are, or you know they're more famous than they are, or whatever the case may be. And then there's also people that post about nothing, which are equally as annoying people. Like they just posting selfies every single day. Oh my god! You know what? Look, man, me and Keith. I'm not saying we don't have the right to t- say, uh, "Oh, you should post this or you should do that." It is your social media. You could do whatever the fuck you please. But if you post a selfie every motherfucking day, you are one or two things. You are either a fucking psycho. <laughs> Or you are extremely self-absorbed. Those yeah. are the only two things you could be. Confidence is it's not confident. Like you I don't know what your problem is. Yeah. Do you really think motherfuckers want to see your face every day? Yeah. And it's like people and it, it's it's gotten so bad. People be posting like selfies with a quote at the top. Yeah. Like her strength was unbearably strong, so so and so. And I'm like you trying to make this selfie like educational or some shit? You know what I hate? I hate the people that will post a image on their timeline and then they'll 
post a post in their story like hey go show my post some love on my timeline it's like like why do i like if i'm scrolling through my timeline i'm going to see your picture like i'm going to get to it when i am like i don't need you to point me in the direction of something that's already in the app that's, <laughs> that's strange to me <laughs> it's like you want to be sure that i see yeah your shit and you want me to like it yeah it's and like- i i don't i don't I, the thing with me is if there was somebody posting a selfie every day and they wanted to grow their following as far as like, you know, modeling or, uh, you know, fitness or whatever the case may be, like, good for you. But if you're just doing it and there's no hashtags and there's, you know, there's a strange caption with random lyrics or there's no caption at all, it's just you looking at the thing. It's just like, um, just be aware that I'm going to unfollow you. Yeah, you're not doing anything. Yeah. It doesn't have to be much, it be anything. Mm-hmm. You just suck. <laughs> yeah. Basically, you just suck. Yeah, but to that, I think that when you have to alert, like alert people mm-hmm. of what you're, like, when you're not doing shit, mm-hmm. if you have, like, if you're leveraging a business of any type and you're like, uh, hey, it's just like when we post a podcast. Like, hey, hit the link in my bio. You know, this podcast is about this or that. Yeah. You know, we use it to leverage, you know, to leverage. Uh, we use social media to leverage the uh, podcast. But if you're not doing anything and you're just taking selfies with no hashtags and not doing shit, mm-hmm. that is the lowest form of seeking attention I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's like you need attention like a fucking medication or something. Yeah. That's I don't get it. Yeah, and it's, the priorities are fucked up because the same people that are proving things they are failing at life. Mm-hmm. Like you may get three hundred and seventy five fucking likes, but your credit score is a three seventy five. <laughs> so what? What the fuck are you really doing right now? Yeah, yes, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a strange place. I think, like, it reminds me of what um, Joe Maynard was saying when he came on the podcast about how. He wouldn't even have social media if it wasn't for music. Like oh, he yeah. would, you know, he would probably just be chilling, living his, living his life. <clears throat> yeah, some people aren't. Some people are not social media people. I feel like I use social media a lot personally. I use Facebook. I post stuff. Yeah. Something might be on my mind. I actually post what I'm, what's on my mind, or I will post something funny. Yeah, but I don't post some shit like, you know, the typical annoying social media person that's like. Uh, Oh my God, the pain is unbearable. And then somebody comments, "Are you okay? What happened?" And yeah. then, then they don't respond. Like shit, like that. Yeah. Come That's on, so man. I think Tree mentioned that. But there was a like for me. I think someone thought of that that I um had blocked them or something on Snapchat. And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And then she's like, "I oh, I just haven't seen your post in a in a minute." I was just like, "Well, I just don't post that often, so it's probably why you haven't seen anything." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not really your not it's just not really your thing. Yeah. I just think you're you're more captivated by all the beautiful models that text your phone all the time. <laughs> not to Models mention, and bottles. Yeah, no. <laughs> hey look, if you live the life like Keith, you understand what I'm talking about. I'm like a uh, black Dan Bazillion. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're like the black Tony Danzo when he, when he was 23, man. Nah. That's funny. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of Tony Danza, do you remember that show, Who's the Boss, back in the day? Who's the Boss? No. Oh, it was a great show, by the way. Do you know who Melissa, it up. You know who Alyssa Milano is? Yeah. She was the daughter. Oh. Tony Danza was like, you know, the... 
the, the he's like super cool huh? the, the, the scrappy italian dad yeah. hey what's going on <laughs> <laughs> hey for some reason this is gonna sound really fucked up kind of racist but for some reason when i think of italian guy i always think of a guy named tony tony yeah. hey my name's tony how you doing <laughs> i'm from brooklyn yeah yeah i don't this is probably bad to like stereotype but that whole like jersey shore thing oh. like they were acting like that's like how you uh would imagine an italian person act when you think about italian you know i think that some stereotypes are based in truth <laughs> <laughs> like um it, you know the black people you know shit a lot of us be eating chicken okay yeah, yeah. you know no I'm, i don't be sitting up here eating chicken like that but i do like it okay mm-hmm. and then biscuits and biscuits from uh oh no 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 i'll take that back i'd rather have them hawaiian rolls from Albertsons than them biscuits. I like yeah. the uh the they're like king like the king rolls or something. Oh like the my, Hawaiian the Hawaiian rolls, rolls yeah. the little sweet buns. Yeah, mm, I yeah. love me. Some, I like those. I love me some sweet buns. I'll tell you that much. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I, yeah I, I rock with those. I don't know if I like them better than than the biscuits. Biscuits. I think. Um, yeah, just, I, I, I think the, the only thing that I, that I would, I don't, not that there's anything wrong with them, but the reason I wouldn't necessarily put them up above like regular biscuits from like Popeye's and stuff or like church's chicken is the, um, like the thickness of it. Cause they're kind of like, they're real like mushy, you know yeah. what I mean? Sometimes when you're eating chicken, you want to, although sometimes the Popeye's stuff is like eating sand or something because it just dry your throat out yeah but Popeyes is like nah I, I fuck with churches though they biscuits is better yeah they have a good 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 consistency yeah. you eat Popeyes chicken and um you would just be dehydrated yeah fuck the death penalty just give a motherfucker some biscuits with no water oh he could be like oh, I, I can't eat another bite <laughs> fuck lethal injection just give him a lethal biscuit <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. Uh, no, nah, you know what? I have to ignore the whole stereotype thing, man. What if somebody was drowning and then they like pulled them out of the water and then they just like forced a freaking Popeye biscuit down their throat and they just was brought back to life? <laughs> <laughs> there, oh, they went drowning and then, oh, you mean the water sopped yeah, all the, just- the biscuit sopped all the water up? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's horrible, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have to ignore the um I have to ignore the the stereotype thing, man. Like I, I think that some of them are somewhat based in truth. Mm-hmm. A lot of stereotypes. Not that they're, you know, accurate, but they there's some truth to some of them. Yeah. Like here's the thing. I'll be in LA and I have to ignore this all the time. Uh, you know, somebody somebody might see me with an LA Dodger hat, a black hat, and some shades, and be like, "Oh fuck, here comes a gangbanger." Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Or I'll be driving, I see an Asian person, they'll do something crazy in traffic, and I'll be like, "Oh, here we go." You ah. know? <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta you gotta fight that, man. Yeah, you gotta know that that's that's nah, man. Yeah, you can't you can't do a one size fits all because being a black man has been happening to me many times mm-hmm. it's a lot of black folks to be like hey that's racist and they turn around and say some racist shit yeah stereotypes mm-hmm. run the world yeah the world. black people call some black people calling somebody white racist but they say they call them the word that rhymes with uh backers 
Like you can't call somebody that <laughs> and then say they racist at the same yeah. time. Like Charlemagne. Yeah, you can't do that. Like he mayonnaise. Yeah. That's yeah. like, come on, man. Yeah. I love Charlemagne, but damn, man. You gotta chill with the with the mayonnaise stuff. Mm-hmm. Nah. But uh back to the subject. Uh proving things to people. I, yeah. I think you gotta at the end of the day, man, your your life is about you. Mm-hmm. Your life is about you. If you are really doing what you're doing, you're going to be less captivated in sharing that than just doing it. Yeah, there's nothing really, um, nothing really too interesting about what you're doing if you're really, really, really doing it. Yeah. You know I, what, I mean? what about there's some people that have I know these. This is like some. Uh, it's kind of whack to me. I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. The, there's these couples, these younger couples, they're starting to get married and oh, create shit. these blogging Instagram pages. Oh God! <laughs> and it's like, like, what are you got? Like, why? To me, it to me, it's I wouldn't call it proven stuff, but it, it's also to me, it's like a little bit of like unnecessary uh, information. I, yeah, it's ideology, man. Mm-hmm. It ain't. It ain't it. Yeah. It's like um, I'm married and we're this the perfect couple and we want to show you how to be the perfect couple. We're traveling to Spain this summer and we're going to blog about it. Like, God, shut up. <laughs> I'm the type of guy like I will love like my thing is I was married. If I was married, I would love my wife unconditionally mm-hmm. and I would honor my wife in public. I wouldn't be like just took my wife to dinner. Yeah. You know, if I get my wife roses, she will get roses. Yeah. I will take her car and detail her, get her car detailed and change her tires and change her oil and Mm -hmm. take her lunch, take her and her friend's lunch, show her that I love her rather than be like, I love my wife on social media every fucking five minutes. Mm -hmm. That just ain't me. I I feel like that's proving, that's proving shit to somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? So people can feel however they want to feel about me. Cause I think me and Keith pretty much share the same thought process on that. Yeah. Um, but damn, you can't say, you can't tell anybody how to love somebody. Just as a real general statement, um, it feels like the the people that I know the 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 more successful relationships and the happier couples are people that are just living their lives, and they don't necessarily need to be all over social media with each other or definitely, you know, they they don't have like joint. Um, not, there's nothing wrong with a joint page, but those people that are like in your face all the time you know what i mean very true like uh, acting like they love each other more so than they have to like we're saying just proving to the world that they love each other i think a joint page means two things i think a joint page means like okay look babe okay before we got together i was fucking a lot of chicks right not not a joint <laughs> no i'm not even talking about that joint page. oh okay i'm talking about like those like the block like the like the page i told you about got the blogs it and stuff got like it that. got yeah. it okay yeah. Well, oh, okay. I'm talking about something. I'm thinking about like a joint Facebook account or some shit. Like uh, Mike and Jay's or something. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah. Jasmine yeah. and Charles. Jasmine and Charles. Like, my thing is this. Like, I, I don't believe in, in the uh, the joint Facebook because here's the reason why. Mm-hmm. Everybody's different. It could be more or less like, look, you know, I you know I was talking to some guys. I had, or to be like your wife could be like, I was talking to some guys and, you know, that I still had them. I could delete them all. Like, you guys might have this dialogue. And you guys just come to agreement like, look, we're going to just delete our Facebook so we can just run one Facebook. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you run a joint paper. Here's the problem. 
like your friends, all your friends are not my friends, and all my friends are not your friends. Yeah. So that's where we're gonna have a problem. Yeah. I don't want to see your fucking buck tooth friend Lindsay on my page when I post <laughs> something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want to see her face. That's where I have a problem with the joint Facebook shit. Yeah. I'm gonna keep my page. I'm just gonna be a good man and not be doing sneaky shit behind my girl's back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, we can't do the joint Facebook shit. That ain't gonna work. Yeah. Yeah. Because if I wake up in the morning and I post a picture like you know some of the Niners did. And then, you know, your big two friend Linda pops up and she's like, all you do is talk about the 49ers. I'd be like, you know what? If you don't get your big. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't do that. There, there needs to be like a certain amount of like privacy that, you know, everyone has. Even if you're, you know, you've been married for like 20 or something years. Like Definitely. you still need like private moments. So Definitely. I'm a I'm a big I'm a firm believer in uh, giving women space. Mm-hmm. How are you gonna know a woman ever really loves you or likes you if you don't give her space? Yeah, like let her let her be without your presence, and then however she reacts to that is gonna be a genuine response. Oh, I missed you, or this and that. Like, okay, well she genuinely missed me, then great, you yeah. know. Or if your wife is fucking mad at you and you give her space and she comes back and she's cool out she's like look i was mad but you know you know we could talk about this now or you know she you you get more of a real reaction when you're not trying to control shit yeah and the other bad thing about joint facebook pages is i can't slide into your girl's dms anymore man that sucks right like god dang right the last message that we'll have before she deleted her account be like Man, I want some of that juicy pizza. <laughs> and then it just like all of a sudden it just say, it just say Facebook user. Ah, <laughs> it's happened to me many a times. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that the Facebook user thing happened to me many a times. Oh, <laughs> it just it go from like it go from this really just like succulent profile picture <laughs> to like a face. Yeah, the little gray, uh, <laughs> little grayed out yeah, little silhouette. Yeah, it looked like it's like it looked like a like the the icon look almost like the girl that's on the bathroom, the public bathroom yeah, thing, just yeah, the head though. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, crazy. Man. Yo, I, I speaking of that bathroom thing, I seen some shit recently. It was crazy. It was um, it was over. I was delivering gas to the store. I think it was Circle K, mm-hmm. and uh, the bathroom said like I think it said I think it said it didn't say all genders. I think it said all genders or something. But it was like it showed instead of showing like separate pictures mm-hmm. of like a guy, a girl, whatever, a wheelchair, whatever, mm-hmm. it just showed one person, like a dude, but it had like a dress on. Yeah. And I was like, I ain't never seen that. That's crazy. I, I know um the thing, you know, whatever. Like everyone needs to use the bathroom. Exactly. If you, you want to feel like included on the image, um, good for you. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think the most hurtful thing for me is that the the i like from a design and a graphic design standpoint yeah. like i really like that kind of stuff so for i don't know for probably over a hundred years and probably longer than that mm-hmm. um this icon of a male and then the like the icon for the male going to the bathroom or whatever and then the female going to the bathroom that's been like a, a cons- consistent staple for so long yeah and then not till like 2000 like 16 or whatever there are people that started to feel some kind of way yeah and they're gonna basically get rid of 
all those icons. But I think I really don't think you got to get rid of them. I just think just write in letters all genders. But that's the thing. It's like these these logos are created so you don't have to read. Oh shit, that's oh, it's deep. Yeah, that's deeper. Yeah, I never thought about that. It's like it clicks in your head when you see it. Yeah. So somebody, some you know, some other person has to come up with Got a it. cool icon that yeah. encompasses everything. And I'm sure there's a race to do it because he'll probably get paid so much money. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's a trip. I never thought about that. You see, this is why Keith got his college degree, and I dropped. Just why, why I dropped out. <laughs> Critical thinking was never. My, it was never my strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, it's crazy. I know you probably had these moments. You ever been in, especially anybody listening has been in college where you get overloaded with a bunch of homework and you're just like, all right, what I'm going to start out with, I'm going to read these notes and I'm going to do this. And then like 10 minutes goes by and you're not doing it. And then you might see something interesting come across TV and you're looking at that for like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then you go back to the homework. And you're like, all right, I'm about to read these notes. And then all of a sudden you're sitting there and you kind of dozing off. You might get a text from some girl or something. And you're like, oh, dang, yeah, you was looking cute today. And, ah. you know, and then all of a sudden you're like, man, fuck this homework. I'm going to do none of this shit. <laughs> I'm going to do it in the morning. I'm going to do it in the morning. And it'd be a ridiculous amount of homework. And yeah. if you get there and then you think like, man, I ain't going to be able to finish this. Yeah. I would do. I would try to put homework off to the morning so many times and just hit my snooze button until school started. Oh my god! Like, yeah, this ain't working. Yeah, this ain't working. Man. Yeah, I remember one one summer I had a great formula to where it was when Wildin' Out was at the peak of its existence. Really? Like they had you know like early it was I was in I had to be like a going into my junior year maybe, um, so like that two thousand seven range two thousand eight range or somewhere in there. So like Wildin' Out had all the good you know people coming on and it was like the summertime and I was taking geometry. And for some reason, like this never worked out. But I used to watch um, Wildin' Out, and you know they would have like multiple episodes coming on, like the last week's episode, and then they would show the new episode, and then. But I would yeah. always watch it, and um, and I ended up getting a really good grade in that class. But that never worked out for me. You know what I mean? But it was wow. probably because it was math, and math it takes a certain amount of focus, but at the same time, like it's not reading to where you're. Um, putting together a bunch of words to try to come up with a like a grandiose idea. Yeah, like it's just like numbers on a page, and you know if you put them together, like it steps to it. You know what I mean? So if you you know walk away for a few minutes and then come back, like you don't need to comprehend as much. So yeah. what I hate about <clears throat> what I hated about math is like when you're really young, they have a book and it has like an example on the left side of the page of how to do the you know the get an equation. I or know whatnot. where you're going with this. But then as you get older, it don't say. Well, as you get older and the and the curriculum gets harder. Mm-hmm. That shit don't say nothing to just say find X. <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to find it? Where the fuck is X? Yeah. It'd be like find Z. You'd be mm-hmm. like, nigga, what? Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm, I've always been the type where I gotta, I have to be really repetitive. I have to beat myself over the head to understand what I'm doing. Yeah. I know if I was in college right now, I probably. I would be more focused, but I would have to literally beat that shit into my brain because yeah. I'm so rusty. Somebody asked me something at work one day, and I was just like, nigga, I don't know. You know I, what I, mean? <laughs> I think I think that um, 
more people should go to school like later in life. Yeah. Because when you're fresh out of when you're fresh out of high school, um, you're almost too immature for college. Very true. And by the time you get like you know, if people started going to college when they're like twenty five, like you've lived enough life and you realize the importance of like every step that you're taking now. Exactly. And you'll be able to like capitalize on your time more. So exactly. if you're nineteen years old and you're just like, Well, you know, I can take this class again next semester or, you know, my time is in, you know, like I have so much life to live, I don't necessarily need to be studying right now. Very true. And you're, when you're 18 going to college, your priorities, your mental state's all fucked up. You be at school like Capri Suns, pussy. <laughs> Hot Tito's. Pussy Capri Suns. Hot Tito's with cheese on it. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Man, you know, you're, you're all fucked up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all of a sudden you'll be walking to class and get distracted like, oh shit, fruit roll-ups. Oh, goddamn. Yeah. That's why the retention rates are so low in a lot of colleges. Definitely. Because people get there and they're young and they're living in dorm rooms they're living away from home and then they just going through the motions yeah i I know i was one of those i was one of those guys at first Mm -hmm. before i dropped out though i started getting great grades Mm -hmm. it just college ain't for everybody i'll be honest yeah just like everything is not for everybody i got friends that tell me you should go back to school Fuck no. I ain't going back to no school, man. Mm -hmm. I ain't doing that. It doesn't serve me any purpose for what I do. Yeah. You know, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we've gotten way off topic. But you know what? At the end of the day, uh, don't try to prove anything to anyone. Yeah. Whatever whatever line of business you work in, if you're um, whatever it is, you don't need to prove that you're making a lot of money doing that. Or if you're if you're an athlete or if you're lifting weights and you're not that strong, you'll need to tell people lies to, Oh yeah, I'm li- I lift this much when you really don't. Mm-hmm. Cause people always do shit like that. Yep. It's to impress who though. Yep. An average person. You, the people you're trying to impress are equally not good at life mm-hmm. as you. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're, you're, if you're, if you're a person that's, I, I guess like in comparison to the, uh, the best example, if you're below average in something, then there's, it's okay because it, you can become better and, you know, your value will rise and whatever it is. So there's no point in you, like, trying to prove shit. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's like the fake it till you make it mentality. Yeah. And that's not a good mentality to have. Yeah. Just keep focusing on making it. Don't fake shit. Yeah. How would you like it, fellas, if every time you had sex with a girl, she faked the orgasm every time? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you finally get with a girl, and she's like, "I just, you just didn't please me." That's a crazy analogy. <laughs> no, I'm just being honest. It's a good one, but I'm just saying, yeah, it's just crazy. You're thinking you, you thinking you're just you're really like putting it down. Huh? You really think you're the pussy slayer, and then all of a sudden, you get your bubble busted. <laughs> By the way, this did not happen to me. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, you know, because uh, it's just unfortunate, but this shit like that happens, man. Yeah, be real with yourself is ultimately what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else on that, man? Nope. Think that's all. All right. Well, you know what? To our listeners that have made it all the way through this podcast, I just want to let you know the whole time that we did this podcast, I have this beautiful pumpkin spice candle that has been lit the whole time, and mm-hmm. it smells amazing in here. Yeah. It is like this intoxicating pumpkin spice smell. Aromatherapy. Aromatherapy. Mm-hmm. Very. And um, I think, well, before you um, close out, you want to tell them what you're doing this upcoming week oh yes uh 
Mm-hmm. I'm doing my first stand-up comedy bit. I'll be doing it Friday at the CeeLo 9 Lounge, and I'm only going to say it on this podcast. So anybody that catches this and you want to come check me out, then go ahead and do that, and I would definitely appreciate it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not putting it all out there. I don't have any expectations. I'm just going to give it all I got, yeah. you know, and... Um, you know, if people throw fruit at me on while I'm up there, then I'm just going to eat it, you know. <laughs> Fuck it. That's but, funny. Uh, yeah. Dope, man. I'll be there. So we'll we'll talk about it on the next podcast, how it went and stuff like definitely, that. Definitely, so. man. Definitely. You know, yeah. we'll we'll get to, you know, if I, you know, I stole the show or if uh, I bombed. Either way, I'm going to be happy because I did it and I had the balls to get up there and do it. Yeah. You know? I want Eddie to be super successful just so I can have, like, a friend i'd be like oh my friend is such and such he does comedy you know what i mean i think it'd be it's a good conversation piece definitely yeah and the tear just went down my face (laughs) 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 all right man well we're gonna go ahead and get out of here man uh thank you for listening to truckers mind podcast i'm eddie mcgee it's your boy k fangs we're out of here peace